pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, fellow journeyers, for another expedition in search of the supernatural power of kinetic belief for manifesting our abundant life. I'm Stephen Canyon, so glad to have you back with us. If you'd like to receive an occasional encouraging text message, text the word kinetic to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website, and you can also... Find us on Clubhouse, which is a new type of social network based on voice where all you guys from around the world can come together to talk and listen and learn from each other in real time. Megan and I will be there occasionally, and it's this new social media platform, which is called, I am told, Clubhouse. I like that that word. <laughs> I that do, too. Name. Clubhouse. Yeah. Treehouse. The treehouse. That, that would have been a good one, too. <laughs> And if you'd like to be on the Kinetic Belief Podcast, the number is 720-626-8649. Megan prefers saying 720-626-8649. I told her that that's more numbers than 8649 is... But it's less syllables. Well, that's four numbers. 8649 is two numbers. I know, but it's less syllables. Well, that's true. How many syllables? Let's see. 720-626-8649. That's six syllables as opposed to 8649. That's four syllables. Four syllables. You're adding two syllables, Steve. <laughs> You're right. Oh, well, just how, <laughs> whatever makes it easiest to remember, I'm just going to write it down. I can't remember it either way. That's all anyone's going to call in about. They're like, I'm in the syllable camp. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I'm in the single digit camp. <laughs> no, call with questions. <laughs> well, it would be an honor and a privilege to be able to hear the voices of our audience members. Oh, man. It just, I, I love hearing the voicemails come in. And I have to say, it's completely different than getting the emails and reading those. I love getting the emails, but man, to hear someone's actual voice, it's it's just so well, it's heartwarming. Well, they hear ours. It's <laughs> only it. fair, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, call the number with questions and comments. We want to get you guys on. <laughs> 720-626-8649. There it is. <laughs> hey, I've got some new music that I've been working on, and I need to send for my orchestrating equipment. I know. To work on this stuff. I know. It's it's several states away. I, you know, we, we do we tend to get up, Hasn't caught up with this yet. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. And I want to I want to put some some lyrics with some of this for you. You know, when when we became minimalist nomads, and I don't think I realized how much our instruments were a part of trying to be minimalist. You didn't realize you weren't going to be able to bring your stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, but, so you know, it's just sort of funny. I'm going to become a minimalist, and I play the the upright bass, you know, <laughs> or full size grand piano. Exactly. So that doesn't work too well. I think we've done a pretty good job of figuring it out, though. I mean, we've we've downsized, become more efficient. We certainly have learned how to pack better. Well, you know what made it work for me is getting that big plastic bag that comes with this pump that you can suck all the air out of you it. You love that thing. And, well, because I get all of my 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 stuff, my 
clothes, these things that you know, half of it I really don't wear, do I? But no, anyway, you don't. but but you <laughs> can you can suck the air out of it, and it becomes just this little compressed pack. It's so funny though because I tried to use that a couple times, but everything came out so wrinkled. I I just gave up. Well, mine doesn't. It doesn't just inflate back like because every, everything you own is like wrinkle. Anti-wrinkle. Well, like, I need a new pump anyway. The the little ring in it, I think it's dried out and it squeaks. Can you it's really, really a loud squeak. Can now. you really call yourself a minimalist, though, if you're like I'm pumping air out of your clothes to fit them sure into you your can. suitcase? <laughs> yes. I, and which, by the way, I need another. Oh, another rug. I feel like a fraud. Another no. back airbag. Oh, my gosh. Is this? <laughs> let's go. Let's move on. Hurry. <laughs> well, so I've been thinking. Okay. And I'm excited about today's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't been able to title it, but it's something like, you know, when you've got peace, when you have a peace about what you're doing with your life, it's actually wisdom mm-hmm. that you are attracting from out of the universe about this thing. Wow. That's really, that's cool. And when you don't have peace, it's usually because we're wrestling with the desire to do the wrong thing, trying to reason with it, trying yeah. to come up with excuses to do the thing that we we really know that we shouldn't be doing. Or like you said, you know, it's a sign you have wisdom, so you could even be missing information as well. That's that's really cool. Well, typically, sure. You know, typically what we're doing, most people are doing as we go through our day is we're considering what what to put our hands to what's the next project that we're going to uh, immerse ourselves into and there's a competitive world that is around us people jockeying for position for the promotion for the money for the sale for the whatever it is Mm -hmm. and so that there's the energetics of the competitiveness that's swirling all around us and all of that is what it is because it was first imagined and it was imagined from the misplaced judgment of the energetics of aggression Mm. of identifying with with competition for example misplaced competitive aggression is negative energy yes absolutely it's exhausting it's wearisome it it causes anxiety stress stress yeah because in competition, the ego becomes confrontational. Right. And there's no true re- reward in, in the end game. No, nothing that would not be removed from you. Uh, yeah. Even uh, if you get it. That's, it that's, that's so interesting, isn't it? Even if you get it. Like you're saying, even if you get it, it doesn't matter because you're going to be stressed out trying to keep it. And that's why wow. there's, there's, actually, there's actually text written thousands of years ago that says that kind of gain comes with sorrow. Mm. Sorrow being the fear of loss, that you're going to lose it if you don't figure out a way to to hide it, to bury it, mm. to, you know, you're going to stress over trying to keep it. Wow. So in competition, in by identifying with those competitive, uh, mindful, mental constructs, the ego becomes confrontational, even when there's not someone right there to be confrontational with. If, if anything, you're going to devour, begin devouring yourself. That's when you look back and you go, I was ridiculous. <laughs> we all have those memories looking back when we were in our ego and just, oh my God, I was so insane. I was so ridiculous. You know, you're pointing aggression at nothing well, it's <laughs> until the, it walks into your path. It's the guy out on the, the, the side of the road in the middle of the night and there's no one around to watch while he's having a fit with a tire iron Yeah, and the, the rim of the, yes. the, the wheel. Oh, it's so human. Confrontational. Yeah. 
with an inanimate object. Because being confrontational, it always occurs with self first, and then it goes out to all others. Mm. And if the other person is not there, if I can find one other person to talk about the other one, well, I can be confrontational in that sense Mm. and pull others into this. In fact, all violence stems from the competition of confrontation. When you say that it starts with yourself, what does that mean exactly? So are, is that your internal dialogue? Is, is this the, the conversations you're having with yourself? Anybody that is in the uh, egoist state of being, the, the mindful uh, mental constructs of identifying with winning and losing, is, is, is try, we're, we're trying to, or that person is competing with self to build up something that's not true trying to remain authentic to something that is formed out of a delusion of self. Hmm. And the fruit of that is always nervousness. It's agitation, which is a way of self-devouring um, your, your, your mental state of well-being, for example. Uh, and that person, you'll find it difficult to sleep through the night. Your appetite is affected. So you, Your health is affected. That makes that makes so much sense. Just the idea of that aggression is is within yourself first. And what a, what a, I just think that's fascinating because it's going to allow us to to have heightened awareness of of this before it starts exploding all over the place. Well, and understanding that that aggression is in yourself first helps you to understand why it is that you attack other people for seemingly no reason. Mm -hmm. It's to get that agitation off of you and onto someone else to make someone else responsible for your sense of of, uh, Mm self-loathing, for being depressed, for your dissatisfaction with self. If I can blame you, then it's no longer my fault. Mm. You, you've made me a victim. Right. You're responsible for me feeling this in this negative a pow- way. A powerful thing to be aware of. Yeah. Sure. So what, what I really want to get into with all this is to understand that a peaceful person is someone who is, first of all, you're, you're calming to your environment. And there is a way for every single person to be able to open themselves up to the wisdom that's already within, which is the enlightenment of peace, kind of where we started. Peace. What is peace? There's a substance to it. How do we find it? How do we locate peace? Peace is calming to other people around us, calming to nature. It's calming to our life experiences, and that adds to the enjoyment. We're blinded to enjoyment and happiness if there's no peace. Hmm. So there is a universal substance to universal intelligence, which is permeating all things. It's always there. And it's the stuff of wisdom, and it's the mind of creation. It is the mind of God. Our thoughts either from within or from that competitive thought forms we're talking about of the ego. Those are the things that create our life principles, our life experiences, the takeaway from what we're going through. And that is the thing that determines all of our life experiences. That's why you can have two people going through the exact same thing, and for one, it's enjoyable, and the other one, they're distressed out, and it's a horrible thing. Yeah, wow. Ever wonder how you can just know some things before they ever happen? You just kind of knew that. Right. Knowledge. Our intuitive original source thoughts 
permeate the universe around us. And some of which are emanated from the core essence of self, our original inner being. And the substance of our inner being will either know and think according to the superficial ego, those thought forms that are developed from practical experiences, judgments, emotions, feelings, those things that we're inputted with, or the substance of our inner being will adhere to the inspiration from the thoughts of the universal mind substance of the Creator. Unattached to those made-up imaginations. And so the original creator, the bias for all of creation, the substance of the creative intelligence for every form and for every design, that is the source for unlimited wisdom. And through the practice of kinetic belief, that is where the rubber hits the road. That's where we begin to turn away from those mental constructs of that are not peaceful and to begin to look within for infinite intelligence and wisdom to bring peace in on the situation of whatever the circumstances that we're going through in life. Mm. Wow. Well, today we have a call from David, and he's calling in from Carlsbad, California. Uh, David must have called the the number. (laughs) The number that is (laughs) 720-626-8649. Um, first of all, I was, uh, I was wanting to thank you all for what you do. Uh, I can't tell you how much it's helped me to overcome doubting myself. I'm, I actually worked through the guided journal last year and I've been practicing kinetic belief for uh, just, just about everything in my life and it's worked for me. Things have changed in my life in so many different ways. I'm, uh, I'm actually engaged to be married now and my fiance was so obviously created just for me as I was for her. And before connected beliefs changed my thinking, it, it was really difficult for me to imagine that I would ever, ever find someone like her. <laughs> but, um, but, well, to not take up too much of your time, my, my question is this. I started doing some day trading part-time, and I, I'd love to do it full-time one day, but it's... It's kind of hard for me not to stress over needs. Um, how can I transcend my doubts and the stress that I'm feeling? Um, I really enjoy the business of trading, but it's, it's pretty stressful as well. How can I attract a peaceful presence into my life where, um, where trading is concerned? Uh, thank you so much for taking my call, and I look forward to hearing your response. Thank you. Uh, thanks, David, for the call. It sounded like he was breaking up a little bit. It sounded like he said that he wanted to do it full time. Uh, I think that's what he was yes, getting to. And I so, think so. needed peace. Well, it's the genius of your purpose, David. It's the wisdom of your creator that is never confronted by the fear of gain or of loss, any kind of competition, of the idea of failure, for example. And you mentioned you're a kinetic believer, and so um, you're, you're certainly well on your way to becoming accustomed to the practice of mm-hmm. overcoming those mental constructs of failure and the idea of it, regardless of whether or not you're, you're in your case, investing, uh, day trading, starting a business, investing in a business, starting a new job with an existing company, whatever it may be, that should be an endeavor that you enjoy, meaning that you have peace about it. 
at all times, not just when you are at the end of the day and if you were successful or not, but enjoying the experience of it. Mm-hmm. And so if you find yourself worried about something, it's because you're identifying with the potential of loss in that thing. And as a day trader or an investor of any kind, remove the fear of loss by not considering the downside, by imagining the upside to your trading, and wait until you have an inner peace, David, that aligns with an unction of wisdom, and then just enjoy the experience and and only invest or trade or work, um, whatever it is that you're participating in. Only act when you have a a holistic piece about your action, whatever it is that you're doing. And then when your genius of purpose is aligned with your preparedness and when your purpose is informed with the wisdom of the enlightened counsel, which is always available to you, by the way, and if you don't have a sense that it is available to you, it's because you're not seeking it first. Your, your reasoning for your intelligence, your, you are making deals with, you're, you're trying to, you're gambling with it. But by seeking the wisdom of enlightened counsel, you will never, ever be challenged by nervousness or agitation or fear or anger. All of those are symptoms that you're not in alignment with the wisdom that is already within you. Mm, wow. And congratulations, David, on being engaged. And on being the first caller. And on being the first caller. How about that? Ding, yes. Ding, ding. And on your engagement. He seemed a little uh, pleased with himself, and as, as well as he <laughs> that, should well, be. Well, that is a big thing to attract, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, you've got to, you have meditative access to the creative force of the universal mind of creation. Mm, yes. This is the calming application of all wisdom and of all power. And I the beauty and the wonder of creation is that you can unify with life, with expanding your territory for more life. I love that. The calming application of wisdom. That is so it, Steve. That is just it. You know, when we have that agitation creeping up, it's it's absolutely because we're, we're missing universal information. Right. And so that's, the, that's a great question. How do we stay in unity with that, the calmness mm. of advancing our life by attracting more through trading or through starting a business or by being engaged in attracting more relationship and loving kindness into your life? Yeah. You become spiritually awakened, David, your original purpose and to your oneness with infinite wisdom through kinetic belief journaling like you've been doing. And I would say add, a, add some more text to what you're already journaling and seek the wisdom and the counsel of your creative alignment with oneness, with the original source of your being for enlightenment where your, your trading is concerned mm-hmm. and resist the temptation to become greedy and to take risks because that's when you are outside of that transcendent enlightenment source of being and you're back over into the egoist uh, sense of competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And as a result, more will come as you become grateful for more where you're not considering a potential for downside anymore. Wisdom will come for more as you practice patient gratitude in your journaling for more. I have a follow-up question about this. Is there ever a time where something that is that is seemingly stressful in your life, that it's something that you should just walk away from? Or if something seems stressful, is there always an opportunity to alter it and change the way that, you, that you're connecting with it? 
You know, whenever you feel like you need to walk away from something, I would never say that that is a definitive um, uh, thing that you are encountering. You know, it's not all or nothing, yes or no. It means to walk away from it until you've gained insights. Mm -hmm. Walk away until you have prepared yourself for the task. Walk away until you've gained wisdom because, look, you attune the nature of your original purpose by... First of all, casting down the negative, the, all those negative influencers of, of you got to hurry up and do this. If you don't, if you don't make this trade today, you're going to lose the opportunity of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so you you find yourself in the swimming in the energetics of worry and doubt. That is, that means walk away from it until wow. you've done the homework of your kinetic belief to fully prepare yourself by aligning with wisdom. That's a very powerful concept, this idea that we, we can. It's okay to take a step back, gain wisdom, gain understanding, grow in, grow in the areas that you need growth in, and then dive back in. And how much more exciting and more fun and more success are you going to be feeling? Remember, the original genius of purpose for every one of us is to gain awareness mm. ex- through experiential knowledge. This doesn't mean to jump off of a cliff to experience gravity. (laughs) This means to gain wisdom and enlightenment for enjoying the experience of if you want to jump off the cliff, now you know to put on a parachute. Well, and you know what? You you would know, you kid that jumped into a quarry. Well, that's true. Oh my gosh. That's true. And I should have listened to the wisdom that was telling me not to do it. What was that? That's another story. That was your mother's voice. That was <laughs> probably <laughs> at that age. But the calming wisdom of nature, of all wisdom, the nature of it, is to redevelop us, to manifest our perfected selves. Mm. It's this original identity of you that cannot lose. It will never lose. It will not fail. And it does not cave in. It does not quit. It simply seeks the 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 wisdom of patience in gratitude and then enlightenment will show up on the scene to transcend you over the thoughts of fear and and worry and doubt and all of those things. But when you agree with your creative purpose, which is to experience creation, to experience growth, advancement of the mind, body, and soul, you cannot be threatened by the fear of loss. Mm. Wow. And so the temptation to act in ways that could potentially manifest in loss melts away. And when that melts away, anxiety melts away. Stress melts away. Fear melts mm-hmm. away. And that, in essence, you're casting down negative reasonings, all of those things that would have previously uh, prompted you to act, to jump and then look, to leap and then look. Mm-hmm. That's so, there's so much clarity in that place that you just described. Clarity of vision. Yeah. Peace being the, peace being the guide. Somebody always, somebody says, well, you know, I'm just not smart enough to know how to day trade. Then don't day trade. <laughs> because as you've said, you're not smart enough. I didn't say it. But don't, but don't until you become informed and enlightened yeah. through, through the counsel of wisdom that's always there speaking if you'll seek it first. Yeah. Wow. Positive creativity. It, if, it's, if it's starting a business, business, if it's day trading, painting, writing, uh, creating music, whatever it is, is nothing more than intelligence having fun. If it's not fun, intelligence isn't involved in it. 
There's recklessness, there's greed, there's uh, anxieties of all kinds that have taken the place of intelligence. The infinite intelligence is what I'm talking about. Being creative doesn't necessarily mean that you are artistic. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are a musical. Being creative simply means that your mind is designed in a way that enables you to make decisions from out of your uh, intuitive higher self to imagine new ideas and to have insightful creative moments where you are connected with your higher sense of being. And I'm, I'm really fascinated how what you're describing, it is, it's the MO, you know, it's an, it's such a, uh, obvious characteristic of being a kinetic believer because, and I'm sure everybody listening can attest to this. When you become a kinetic believer, your life looks one way. Mm. It's sort of almost like a little paint by numbers version of life. <laughs> and then, you know, as months, years come and go, your life begins to take, the oddest shape, unexpected shapes. You, you're going places you just never imagined, and it's because of exactly what you're describing right now. And I, I just love that as a kinetic believer, this just this just happens. You, you will be living that sort of out-of-the-box life, a life of for whatever your adventure is. I love that, and what a great analogy. I mean, if you give 20, 20 people, different people, a set of paints, watercolors, and, and a little paint-by-number and a, a, of a bunny rabbit <laughs> sitting on green grass with a little bunny rabbit house behind it, yes, 20 people are going to end up with the same picture of yeah. the bunny rabbit with the bunny house. They've got the instructions. In the same color, paint-by-number. The template. And then the but the act of kinetic belief, if you give the twenty people a canvas and some paints and say, mm. Now, paint a bunny rabbit with a bunny house behind it, you're gonna have twenty different versions of that beautifully yes. expressed according to the individualistic way of seeing and believing. And it's not just for the being different for the sake of being different either. You know, this is mm. our original like you're like you just said, you know, our original purpose is creativity, is to create, is to live this way. And so not only does it feel so good, but it feels good because it's we're, we're living how we're supposed to be living. It's not for the purpose of being different. Being creative is simply, simply you having fun with your original intelligence. Mm, that's great. The that's person great. who does not observe this living, breathing experience of painting their version of the bunny with a bunny house in alignment with their inner being, that is a person that is besieged by the threat of loss of something costing you and your need for validation for your bunny rabbit to look like everybody else's bunny rabbit. And so you <laughs> set you set yourself up to be the prey of takers and abusers of people saying you're Paint by this number. Use this color. It has to look like my version of a bunny with a bunny house. Mm. Every human being is a co-creative with the ability to attract wisdom and enlightenment and direction and intelligence from out of the formless from whence it all comes. And every person is having a natural experience on this planet. And each one has authority. And each one has creative dominion to be able to defer to the awakened self within. You have the power of imagination, and you have the passion of desire, and you've got all of the determination of belief already on the inside of you. But it is the dis-ease of competition, of winning and losing, winning a trade and losing a trade. It's, all of that is disruptive to the inner peace of creativity. 
So when you purpose to look within, to apply the power of kinetic belief to your life, the spiritual awakening of the universal genius to your inner being, that is when you access it. It becomes alive. You breathe life into it by setting it free to become what it was meant to be. The very moment of our natural transformation to become one with the wisdom of all, it, that is the thing that changes us from the death of deception and anger and the ego of confrontation over into the advancing eternal life of calming peace and joy, happiness, prosperity, health, mind, body, and soul. It's like you were saying, it's the kinetic journaling that always reveals the original purpose for our expanding life. Wow. It's, and that's what we're talking about. It's just simply self-awareness. David, it's, it's fully becoming aware of yourself within, within the enlightenment of the original source that causes this uh, well of, of water, if you will, to spring up within you with more of you, the essence of you. Calmness becomes you, and you become one with calmness. The counsel of wisdom flows where it's trusted, and it flows where it's been invited. In fact, all freedom, all freedom, freedom from sickness, disease, circumstances of lack, freedom from fear, and the destructive force of the ego, freedom from condemnation. All of that comes to every single person that seeks the counsel, wisdom of their higher self. It's never held back. Oscar Wilde wrote in his book, The The Critic as Artist, he said, yes, I am a dreamer, for a dreamer is one who can only find his way by moonlight, and his punishment is that he sees the dawn before the rest of the world. Not following the noise of the crowd, that's the thing that sets the you that is you apart from what is not you. That's the beginning. That's the middle. And that is the end of a life well lived. Wow. The, you know, the, it's the transcendence of wisdom over the ego that always comes to the one who's asking. You've got to humble yourself before accomplishment before what you think people think about you. Humble yourself before all of the noise of judgments to be able to transcend over the ego to become the one that you were meant to be. Because we have the ability to form questions. And see, that's that's where most people fail. We're too proud to ask a question. We have that ability to form questions for a reason. And when a question when a question is held in a thought form, and I would put this in my journal, when you can hold a question in a thought form for the answer, be grateful for the answer, even before you know it. The answer is out there because you have the ability to answer, to ask the question. Mm. You can't ask a question for something that does not exist. So asking the question points the answer in your direction. Wow. And by maintaining your stance of, of gratitude for the answer of that question, the truth of wisdom always comes. In quantum physics, researchers are on the cusp of ascending to the intellectual heaven. That's where we, we've, we've been there for 10 years, 9 years. And I think there's some that have already walked through the door and they just haven't written the paper about it yet. 
But the paradox. <laughs> they just won't admit it. <laughs> they won't admit it. Right. But the paradox of searching for our source energy between the the what we talk about all the time, the microscopic and the macroscopic, the bigger, is that the truth of discovery will finally be revealed scientifically. Spiritually, many already know the truth. But as soon as the searchers are able to humble themselves enough to discover the question to which the universe has the answer, and the nature of that question in and of itself, it, that's the thing that is going to explain why it was possible to describe the Creator, our Creator, in so many different ways mm. down through the millennial of time. Right. It's as though physics has been turned inside out through quantum discoveries. And it now appears that the answers to all the questions already surrounds us. It's the question that they don't know yet how to ask. You know, to become at peace... And enjoying the calm life, a person doesn't need to live in a, in a peaceful place. You don't have to necessarily be away from the noise of the streets. Understanding how to always be in this state of peace, which is a calming effect, is always appropriated through purposeful kinetic belief. And it's an optimistically happy person that's embracing the journey of their soul through life by fully developing in their beliefs for a peaceful, calm, sound mind. Wow, I really love how in today's podcast you are giving us this really strong sense of, of how, as kinetic believers, we get to live beyond all the things that most people are, are living by in this realm, in this world. Well, you know, yes. And I think when we consider living beyond this realm, somebody is always coming up with the question, well, how do I know what to do? How do I know what direction to go in to begin accessing things beyond what I see? Yeah. Well, this requires wisdom. Wisdom is beyond reasonings. Wisdom comes from uh, somewhere that's beyond our experiential knowledge. Mm. The greatest potential of all people Every single one of us is always going to be realized every single moment that is lived imagining the calm life. If you're imagining the peaceful life, wisdom comes. If you see yourself not buffeted by uh, temptations and anger and strife and the fear of loss or the excitement of gain that will come with sorrow, all of those things, you can see yourself in a peaceful life. Wisdom is coming because you've imagined the calm life. And that's a person who's optimistically happy because you're trusting in wisdom to guide you and to become part of the compass and you are aligning yourself with a higher authority of wisdom. And then you're using your, your own dominion to walk one step at a time, enjoying the experience of awareness, of new experiences, doing things you hadn't done before because you're developing the peaceful life that you actually desire. Well, and this is really expanding my perspective of what wisdom is and how it serves me and how it serves my life because obviously we all attach to wisdom the the concept of I just need answers, I don't want to go down the wrong path, I want to make the right decisions, I want I want my decisions to serve me and to be the right thing to do. But shifting that and expanding it to also say, look, when you have stress and when you have anxiety and you need peace, 
that you're, you're lacking in wisdom and you need extra information. I think that's really cool. We have some of the most enlightened listeners, I think, on the planet. Yes. The KBs are not lightweights when it comes to <laughs> transcending. Well said. Go, right? well said. So I'm going to give everybody that is seeking wisdom and peace right now a gift. Tonight and every night for the rest of your life, I want you to take the last five minutes before you go to sleep and I want you to realize that you're going to program your subconscious mind before you go to sleep. Your subconscious mind is most at home when you are unconscious, when you're sleeping. And if you spend the last five minutes of your day, like most people do, identifying with all of the things that you don't like, or if you're having anxiety about, in David's case, his day trading, and the negative emotions and the stresses and and the things that are causing him fear, worry, anxiety, all those things. Or maybe you're identifying with someone who abused you, who offended you, and who was mean to you, and who did this, and who said that. Then you are programming your subconscious mind by identifying with those negative mental constructs because you are now about to marinate for the next eight hours in your subconscious mind. And then when you awaken tomorrow morning, you're just going to rejoin your egoist self. Your your conscious mind will have worked on some of these problems overnight while you slept just to make them worse, just to dig the hole even deeper. And now steeped even deeper into attracting more of what you're fearful of. So when you place your subconscious mind um, in this this position of you taking authority over it as you're about to go into this deep slumber, uh, this is going to be dependent upon what you do the last four or five minutes before you go to sleep at night. You want to place into your imagination whatever you have placed into your imagination, and you want to do this by saying, I am that. I am well. I am content. We're working on highest viewpoints while while preparing to go to sleep. I am peaceful. I am calm. I am happy. I am prosperous. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am one with God. I am in unconditional love with myself and with all others. Because at the basic core of our original purpose, our original self, every one of us are just that. We're one with God. So right now, I want you to just close your eyes and listen to this guided thought form for meditation. And here's what I'd like for you to say to yourself at night, David and and everybody else. I know that I am pure spirit and that I always have been and that I always will be. There is inside me a place of confidence and quietness, a place of security where all things are known and all things are understood. This is the universal mind of God. This is wisdom of which I am a part and which responds to me as I ask of it. This universal mind knows the answer to all of my challenges. And even now, the answers are quickening their way to me. I don't need to be anxious for them. I don't need to hurry or worry for them. When the time comes, the answers will all be there. I give my problems to the great mind of wisdom. 
and I let go of my anxieties. I have confidence that the correct answers will return to me as they're needed. It's through the universal law of attraction that everything that I need for my creativity and for my fulfillment will come to me. It's not necessary that I worry for this, only that I believe. For it's in the strength of my beliefs, my desires will make it so. I see the hand of divine intelligence all around me, in the stars, the flower, the forest, the stream, and the field. I know that the wisdom that created all these things is inside of me. It's around me, and that love will respond when I call upon it for my slightest need. I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect. Therefore, my body is also perfect. I enjoy life, for every day brings a constant demonstration of the power and the wonder of the universe and of myself. I am confident, I am serene, and I am sure that no matter what obstacle or undesirable circumstance may cross my path, I refuse to accept it, for it is nothing but an illusion. There can be no obstacle or undesirable circumstance to the mind of God, which is in me, around me, and serves me now. This is the great lesson, and I know this from within. Sending out much love and light to all the KBs around the world. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.